Welcome to Dropping the Ball. I'm Andrew, and with me today is my co-host Luke. How you doing today, boss man? Doing pretty good, man. How's it going? It's going well now that we're here at the World Series. It's hard to believe that all 162 plus have completed except for the biggest of them all, the World Series. Yeah, well, it was convenient for us to not have to go all the way to a, a Game 7 in anything because we were able to crank one of these out and get them back out to you guys so that we can we can have this out for today, which is going to be the actual start of the World Series this evening. And I think we're in for a pretty good treat. At least we got the Braves through, right? Yeah, the Braves <laughs> are through and the Astros. Many people are probably upset. There's been a little meme. Andrew's not upset. I'm not upset. There's a meme going around that's a picture of the entire United States, and it's all blue with a tiny little star beside Houston. Yeah. Whereas I guess I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I'm pretty excited to see this matchup on either end. I don't hate the Astros like most of the world, and I'm not against the Braves. They're, I mean, I guess you would consider them our hometown team, right? I, I think in an interesting way, it's kind of hard to be – I don't know. I think Cora has done a fantastic job with the Red Sox, but Cora was also involved in the Astros thing. So it's kind of, it can kind of from a if you're truly neutral, you can. It's kind of difficult, you know, to to say like, oh yeah, I totally want the Red Sox to beat the Astros because, you know, the Astros did that cheating thing. It's like, well, uh, let's <laughs> not forget Cora was that involved in it, you know. So it's you, you can't you can't kind of hate and the Astros. The and the Red Sox situation. also cheated themselves and also the red sox were involved in something <laughs> so, yeah that is at true. the end of the day yeah i would have been happy to see anyone but the dodgers in the world series and i got my wish yeah that was the one thing we said we were like okay astros i, mean, I like all of the astros players i like watching them play ball I've, i i don't like all of the you know the the, the stuff that goes Fastball. with them you know, but yeah, it's that's not great. But they're they're fun to watch play, and the same thing for the Red Sox. They were a great story. Uh, the Braves are the real surprise of the of the bunch because they were the the team with the lowest win percentage of all the division winners this year. So that's kind of you know that's a you still got a Cinderella but then story. We in did there. predict that the East was going to be one of the more challenging divisions to get out of with a lot of wins. Let's not talk about our predictions. Ah, we didn't do as well as we did last <laughs> well, year, but that's it's, it's okay. okay. We did a pretty good job in terms of we had giving, fun. We, we we targeted the teams that needed to be talked about, other than the Detroit Tigers, which were pretty fun. But we you know we'll do a post. They had a great second half. They, they really did. But we'll get we'll get around to a, a summary of the whole season and kind of our, our broader feelings about how things went for the entire season. In another one, this one is mainly just going to be a World Series kind of preview show. I guess you yeah, preview it, right? and ultimate prediction. Right, and also because we'll do some who predictions. doesn't want to make a prediction and tell me that I was right or wrong? Yeah, I'm glad we didn't do World Series predictions at this point. But you know, so when we're looking at the two teams, we've got uh, an underdog that beat one of the the favorites in in baseball this year, despite the Dodgers being a little beaten up. I can't I can't really say that I ever feel sorry for the Dodgers though. When you don't have Kershaw and, and Muncie, okay, well, look what you still do have. Oh, oh, Scherzer only could... They don't he, have Bauer. That's not he, fair either. Scherzer's elbow's a little tired because he only and, he went four and a quarter and he can't really pitch again tonight. Like, I, I don't feel sorry for you in that situation because you have Scherzer. You know, so it's, how, it's do we, like, how do we even get here? You, yeah. you bring up the Scherzer situation and, I, you know, I, I'm not one of the people that completely discredits or says that Dave Roberts is a bad manager. I, it, it, 
and it's crazy to see people that believe that. Right. But I do believe he mismanaged the Giants series, which ultimately left him in a bad, poor position for the series with the Braves. Yeah, and I, I think that I was talking about this with somebody else the other day. It's a real shame that you see, you've see you seen such a change in baseball in a way where in the past, the manager was allowed to manage. The manager made some mistakes, but in the end, it was generally on the players, right? The players have right. to execute. The managers were these you know, decade-long managers of, of clubs and stuff because in baseball specifically, they had a lot of that opportunity to really make all those calls themselves. Where now, if you make a couple bad calls on most clubs, you're out because the the players are worth so much money and being paid so much money. You can't fire your entire team or something because they made some mistakes because there's just so much money involved in it. So it's a shame to see everything go to Roberts. Is like it's his fault because he actually managed a game and had to make a call, and the call didn't work out. Like that's human, you know. That's kind of cool, but. Scherzer should have never closed that game. No, sure. That's really what it boils down to. Right. And mistakes happen. And Knable should have never started the game over Urias. It is what it is. Yeah, that's. It's, it's I'm happy calls, that though. they mismanaged. Sure. Let's clarify here. Sure, we're not upset about it because the Dodgers. They've you know, they they're expected to win, and with no horse in the race, it's kind of nice to go for the underdog. So speaking of underdogs, the Braves. The Braves. The Atlanta Braves. Again, somewhat our hometown team, not necessarily the team that we pull for, but it's the closest in proximity. I guess. And, I mean, and, how, clo- how far away is I mean, D.C. Yeah, or I guess, Baltimore? I guess I don't know. I mean, they're now with highways and such, yeah, D.C. and Baltimore is probably about the same distance. We're sort of in a take. no man's land, and we really blame it on the Expos, uh, the Twins once, right? They were both supposed to come down to Charlotte, yeah. I think, over the past one day. couple. Yeah, one, one day. day. One day. We'll see. But we have the Braves. They're They're exciting they're young and they got they had to face a lot of adversity relatively early on in the year which one can argue the Dodgers didn't have the same opportunity because of when the injuries happened but they lost Ronald Acuna Jr. who's arguably the most exciting baseball player in the league right now their entire outfield has changed like three times throughout this season but man did they not do an incredible job on who they picked, mm-hmm. they didn't even have Solaire except for the last two games due yeah. to COVID protocol. But you have Jocktober Peterson mm-hmm. and with his beautiful pearls. Mm-hmm. And you also have Eddie Rosario, who my man's almost hit 600 for this championship series. Like yeah. they And won the MVP. Arguably, they replaced Acuna with a pairing mm-hmm. of players with Adam Duvall as well, that was yeah. better. And it, it was it was a lot of fortune, too, because I was reading an article about... Uh, Jocktober was nothing like that in Chicago. No, Let's no, clarify. No, as, as a Cub fan over here... And you, I you can, really you can was upset because I was excited about Jock. Yeah, I know. But so, so uh, Solaire, even, is kind of a lucky thing because... Another former Cub. He, he was having a terrible season in terms of his early half to whatever it was, two-thirds of the season before he got traded... Uh, because it just launch angle was off, he was he was very diagonal, and then they brought in a, a hitting specialist to kind of work him over in the last week that he was with the Kansas City Royals and changed his entire uh, path through the strike zone, and it helped him out a lot. and he, And he was spraying the ball around a bit more, but was a, you know just kind of hitting into the gaps. He was and a forty a lot, plus a lot better player last year, and and that's what he he was because he was 
he was incredible during the the the, the squishy home run ball season, right? He, because he his launching was really aggressive and and he was really smacking a lot of home runs, and he didn't really get out of that with the new with the new ball. So it's he's changed a lot. He 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 uh, he hit a, a clutch single in the the closeout game there. So it's 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 nice to see the Braves having made some pretty aggressive moves throughout the the season there to. And really, a, a team that could have gone either way. I mean, they they could have not ended up here at all. So oh, it's, absolutely. It's, and it's, and it's then nice. you top it off with De- uh, Darno behind the plate, mm-hmm. who's a solid catcher. You also have, you know, Austin Riley, who ultimately broke out of his shell a little bit more this year. Dansby Great Swanson, postseason. who's been pretty pretty consistent throughout his career at this series, point. Series uh, captain. But let's not out forget yesterday. Ozzie Albies, who's a basically National League version of Jose Altuve. Centerpiece of my fantasy team, yeah. And then Freddie Freeman, who's a centerpiece of my fantasy team. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Look at that, World Series people. Yeah, and, but and, and Freeman, who's been there for like a decade, this like is working a team hard for this. It's nice. They're consistent, they're solid, mm-hmm. and the right people showed up in the right place. And, and a, lifetime, right a lifetime brave manager who was hired by uh, by Hank Aaron, I good think. Old, good old Snitker. He's, <laughs> like, he, he's straight up said, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, that's I'm so cool. Brave, and I, I could see this man retiring from baseball before he takes a job somewhere else. Which I mean, I feel him. He's probably made his money. So but, we already picked it. Then I mean, we're really kind of we're, we're really loving no, on the Braves a bit. Right? No, Are we already we, like we, picking who we're no, no, no. Who we're gonna go to the World Series with? I mean, absolutely this, this is what not. You're sounding like is what I'm saying. We have okay. Their opponent. We have a whole other side. To we talk have a about whole that. other side to talk about. Okay, let's do. We that. have their opponent, the Houston Astros. The the trash can banging, the the whistle blowing. Houston Astros. Can you believe that they there there are people out there that are trying to say that they heard whistles during a game in Boston and I've heard that it is was incredibly loud there. Incredibly. I know some people loud that were there. there and they said that it was very loud. I, same. And yeah. to say that someone's in the background going <laughs> Fastball. Yeah, I know. Like, it's just, come on now. It's a little bit silly. I don't. I don't know. I mean, were would the Astros probably try and do that kind of stuff? I don't know if they would anymore because the entire the entire community has kind of changed a little bit in, inside of the Astros. The culture might be a little different. They've they've changed a lot of their their staff in both the front office and the and the clubhouse as well. Kind of to the point that they 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 look a lot like the same Astros playing. But I don't know how much they are the same because of because of Dusty Baker being in there. I don't know what kind of God, culture. I love Dusty. I don't know what kind of he looks like. Such a nice guy, but is he like is he a hard ass? I don't think so. I, he is the manager. He's always been known as the manager to come in and manage a group of people that that they need guidance, but he can allow their freedom. Somewhat like from what I've gathered and what I've learned. Someone like Joe Madden, but without all the theatrics. Joe is a big like, hey, let me bring yeah. some goats and some llamas to the the stadium and let me let you yeah. pet them today. We're, we're, we're or, gonna we're gonna or, wear a bunch of we're gonna wear tie dye shoes suits <laughs> and you know yeah. pajamas to yeah. Yeah, it's a different game. So yeah, so to, to also let you know who Dusty Baker is. Dusty Baker is the man who is credited with inventing the high five. So. 
that's the kind of guy you're dealing with. I don't know how that, like, is he also the kind of guy who's going to want you to be banging on trash cans and, and stealing? Probably I not. I don't know. I just don't know if, if what their culture is in the clubhouse now. They could, they could be very, I think Dusty Baker is very likable, which makes it hard to, to go at a lot of these players about all of that that happened in the past. I think that's he's I'm also saying. someone that's not going to answer questions and could come in and take the heat. Yeah. And he's I a think massive that, he's sponge. like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wasn't here. No. It's kind of like Marshawn Lynch. That's I'm what he just said. here not to get fined. Like, yeah, I wasn't here during that's, all of that's that. That's what he said so very early on. What is it? Like, why, you, know. you can ask me all the questions. We're not going to be doing this moving forward. No. I, I'm no. not sure what happened here before, but it, I can guarantee you it's over. I'm sure he did know that. But but, <laughs> but anyway, so so there's the Astros. But let's, but let's talk about them in terms of uh, how they got here as well and then what they're looking like in terms of their lineup. And let's kind of compare and contrast the lineups a little bit. Well, and they then, beat and, you know, the, and, the best team in the AEL all year in right. the Rays. Which no one really saw coming. Well, the Rays, the Rays were the, the Rays were the first series. Yankees, the Yankees, Yankees Rays is the, are the, the Red Yankees, Sox Red side Sox through. The, the but anyway, <laughs> so they beat the White Sox and beat them pretty handily. And people pretty much thought that the White Sox were kind of the favorite going into this season. They had a lot of great pitching that faltered there towards the end offense was really choppy and hit or miss they have a lot of young great talent just no one really started to fire but they were half of the one of the best things that i've seen in baseball in a long time which was that field of dreams game right that is that is true with the walk off home run into the into the corn like that was pretty cool and the old school uniforms like the, the white Sox had a pretty fun season but they're also emerging and they've got kind of a saddlebag on them too that i didn't like all season and that's a guy who was around on the bench in the 1972 World World Series, uh, Lasorda over there. So, is it Lasorda? La, uh, Larusa. La, okay, so Larusa. Yeah, I, I just feel like that wasn't the right manager choice. But we're not here to talk about yeah, the White but Sox. But either way, the White Sox fell to a so, to the the Astros. The Astros blew through that, and yeah. then and then they had this really interesting up and down series against the Red Sox they came yeah. out on fire they they did really well game one then game two game three their starting pitching just didn't I think I think the stat was their ERA through the first four games with their starting pitching was over 20 yeah and that's just that's not a recipe so they ended up going down Two one, then tied two two. I think Framber Valdez changed the series. Like when when Framber when Valdez came, came out and and mm-hmm. did like seven. What did he do? Like six seven innings, I think. Yeah, uh, and and that was sort of that was a moment there where they won that game, and he also had such a great game where he was barely touched in terms of the Red Sox offense. And that sort that was almost like the hinge point where you were like, okay, like the Astros then, are about. And to And then win game season. six, Luis Garcia came yeah. out and did yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. So. They they more or less won this off of a few pitchers coming back and having a repeat performance that was significantly different. But then their two-out offense yeah. was insane. They yeah. batted, I believe, over 400 with two outs yeah. and scored 70% of their runs with two outs throughout the, the playoff series. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you just put a team on their heels. You knock them back because it's so hard. You're clutch hitting. I mean, you're just, when you're making that kind of clutch hitting, 
happen. It, it's it's a big thing, and and also being able to take a pitcher that late into a game in in the playoffs. So that's can, what's going to make this and set when you get a quality start out of a pitcher in the playoffs nowadays. Like that's, that's huge. That's a big deal. But that's what leads us into this World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on what we see, you have the Atlanta Braves that they kind of relied on their full pitching staff beginning to end, but especially the back end of their bullpen. And we kind of saw that falter pretty significantly, at least in a few areas, towards the end of that series with the Dodgers. Comparatively speaking, to a team that you cannot make mistakes especially as a reliever yeah, because yeah. the these Astros will absolutely capitalize. I think the first thing that we got we got to hit on. Well, I guess uh, do you want to do you want to do a comparison of the of the defenses and the pitching first and and then move on to some batting or uh would you want to talk about some pitching staffs now? I mean, why don't we kind of break this down by position? Okay, yeah, let's do that. And one. so we can encompass a little bit of defense and offense. Mm-hmm. So I guess if we were going to talk about it in, in a simple enough way, we should just say, okay, infield versus infield, who's the better who's the better program there? Well, let's go around the horn. Yeah. You have Atlanta. You have lovable, happy-go-lucky, smiley Freddie Freeman. Old Freddie Frederick. Freeman. <laughs> Freddie on first, who's, who can about do a, a full split to keep on the bag and catch a ball. Definitely gold glove, gold glove caliber. Yeah, has won a gold glove. Typically, he has. Typically, over 300 or close to 300 batting mm-hmm. average of high on base percentage guy. Then we move over to second base, who, as we mentioned before, is basically the National League version of Jose Altuve. High average, mm-hmm. high power, good defense, not anything super flashy, but when you're five foot nothing, it's yeah. kind of hard to get to everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, then you have Dansby Swanson, yeah. old, trusty, and reliable. He's he's a solid defender, and you're going to get consistent offense out right. of him. And then rounding out, Austin Riley, who's really had a breakout year this yeah. year from the offensive standpoint, a good defender. Yeah. And I think that I think though at the same time when you're when you're looking at them versus the Astros, it's going to be difficult because on the Astros side, I think they're just more well-rounded defenders. Where Albie's, I don't know, Jose Albies is young. Jose doesn't know how to throw to bases. He's just got these little hands, though. I mean, he's just got these tiny. He's got these baby fingers. whopper hands. Like, do you imagine? He, he did. He did have two errors in the. He's pretty. He's pretty consistent, though. But it, it's. He's just little, so I think it, I, I guess that is a, a part of it. So I don't he's know. He's so cute. He's so adorable and just such a happy little boy. So I I think though that I do like the Astros, just from the the standpoint of that infield being a, as a unit is I think maybe a little bit more. Well, let's run through the the Astros. Well, though. when we you haven't think about so, right, well, when you think about the comparisons, yeah. the only position that you can definitely and definitively give it the edge to is at first base. Sure. You've got Freddie Freeman versus Yuri Gurriel, yeah. who who was the batting champ this season right. on the AL. He's not so, as defensively sound. But he's not defensively yeah. sound, and you're comparing him to Freddie Freeman, who's, vicious batter, who's though. You're, who was you're, the you're batting champion yeah. last year. 
They're they're both really they're both really solid. And and then so then second base. And so is, second base, then you have Altuve, Altuve. versus uh, Alves. Alves. Yeah. And uh, Alves it's is hard. Just younger. He's he's only like twenty three. He still makes you know some, just based on some pure post postseason pedigree. Jose is going to take this no matter what. Altuve has the experience. Shortstop, I mean, it's my time. Yeah. It's my time. You've got Carlos Correa. Yeah. And I I like Dansby's the good old boy. Dansby's young, too. Correa is a postseason monster. The reason they won their most recent World Series was, I mean, because they cheated, I guess, but also because of him and and George Springer. Like, George Springer is a postseason. Man, monster. We'll see him again with the with the the Blue Jays. And then sure you move to third. Yeah, sure. Austin Riley had a great breakout season, but, but you have Alex Bregman. And I think that's the big thing for me is that even though I I do like Atlanta for their infield and it's a fun young infield and they probably are going to surprise a lot of people in this series. I mean, that's still the same unit practically for the for the Astros it is there. it is it, with exception World Yuri, Series level unit. I mean, but so Yuri was, you Yuri was on it. some of those teams. Correct. though. he was his batting so uh, DH, wasn't he? Was, you, he? was he right field? Maybe I can't remember where he was. They lined him up then. He, anyway, he rotated around. He was around. Remember, but, he did the he did uh, the little Chinese eyes. He got in trouble that one time. He did. That was that wasn't very smart. That, He's not a smart guy. So I think we have to give the edge to the infield uh-huh. to the Astros. I think the Astros get the infield for sure. So when you go to the outfield, it's a much different conversation because. This outfield in Atlanta is not the outfield that that started there, and and they basically had to retool it multiple times, multiple times. And losing Acuna Jr. is, yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's that was an MVP one of the player. <laughs> so you have <laughs> Eddie Rosario, who mm-hmm. we just saw an an absolute incredible performance in the NLCS. Mm-hmm. You have Jock Peterson, also known as Jocktober, yeah. who also had a standard trying to be the ninth person yeah. to win back-to-back World Series on separate teams yeah. type type of guy. Championship <laughs> series. He's that kind of guy. And then Adam Duvall and then Jorge Soler, who we didn't even really see. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a pretty good outfield there, though. But, I mean, I still think that it's so a from little an- scary, you know, because it's it's not been – it's not their first choice. And that alone is kind of – a mark against from, a from the outset. Defensive standpoint, I definitely don't like this one. <laughs> I mean, I, Eddie plus, Rosario is a great outfielder. Plus, Duvall but doesn't do a whole lot for you going the, offensively. Either. The rest, uh, Duvall is not great offensively. So then you look over at the Astros, and it's starting to get a little kind of repetitive here. Because oh, they've all played in a World Series together. You've got Kyle Tucker, who just had an incredible breakout yeah, T- year. Tucker is the is the standout there for sure in terms who, of surprise. Who has one of the highest averages mm-hmm. with Jordan Alvarez against lefties in the league, which does not bode well for any team because typically you can stack lefties on lefties and cause a problem you can't do that with Tucker and Alvarez and and Atlanta has found success with that method in the previous series you have Michael Brantley who is a professional hitter he hasn't looked great through the playoffs he's been a little off out of sync but he's a professional hitter, and he's going to come out. He looks like he looks like uh, Gary Sheffield. Is what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like Gary Sheffield sometimes. Like he's just got a thing about it. And then to round it out, you have Chaz McCormick, 
So he he kind of stepped in and, yeah. and has done a really great job this year, and has looked good through the playoffs. But when you look at it, they look really good on paper yeah. on the outfield. But I I'm not gonna it's... lie though, I do have to side with the Braves on this, only because of recent history being the National League. In a American League Championship Series, well, yeah, I I do think that the Atlanta Braves outfield did outperform. So based yeah. on that alone, I kind of have to side with the give a small edge to the Atlanta Braves just based on current yeah. performance. I, I would I would agree with you. I mean, it's just a shame that it's not the Braves' first choice outfield. You're not good. That's the only thing. Is it's like it's a shame that the Braves aren't out there with Acuna and and running it that way because I mean. Every time they they do something great, they win a game. You're like, oh man, it must suck to be Acuna, because you're like, yeah, you know, I mean, I was about to have a huge season, and now I'm at home watching. I mean, is he gonna get a, a ring? I would assume so. He's on the he's they, on the forty man like roster. Do they have like a a game limit or anything like that? I don't know. But anyway, I mean, I think you you mentioned a pretty cool stat for the Astros about batting. I, another one that was pretty impressive was the number of the number of hits that the Braves have gotten owing uh, to this this last postseason. I mean, I think that at the end of the last series, there was something about like uh, like eight for ten or something. So like they're they're pretty impressive as well in terms of clutch hitting. And I do think that that outfield is a pretty big part of it because uh, Rosario is probably the hottest player coming into this this World Series right now. So nah, he's he's he's, he's probably had ice bath after the series. <laughs> well he uh he was very proudly speaking a lot of Spanish last night after the after he won the MVP. So um I'm sure he's got a lot to say for the uh for Altuve as he jogs around the, the infield after he smacks another <laughs> home run. I, I don't know so so now we've we've talked about positions and kind of offense at the same time. So let's talk about the 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 bullpens, the the staffs that we've got, a rotation. So from what we, we found off of ESPN, they're projecting for, uh, for the Braves, they're probably going to be Charlie Morton game one, Max Freed game two, uh, Ian Anderson game three, and then a, pull, a bullpen game for game four. Uh, the, the Astros are seemingly going to be without McCullers again, and game one is probably going to go to Valdez, then Garcia, so they're going to run them in the same order as they did in the previous series. And then Urquidy, and then Grinky or a bullpen game as well for Game Four. So, from from starting pitching aside, there. I mean, those are that's a pretty good seven man list there for for postseason performances. I'd say. Well, I think this is an interesting matchup too because this is what the Braves signed up for when they got Charlie Morton. They right. brought Charlie Morton over to start game one of the World Series. Hypothetically say they got there. The best part about this is Charlie Morton has had some very memorable moments mm-hmm. as an Astro yeah. winning the World Series. <laughs> so yeah. this, from from a standpoint of what you see, Frambar Valdez had a Rookie of the Year type performance. Yeah, he had a he had as a, fan, a pitcher. He had a fantastic shortened season, and then he had a, a spotty regular season, but really got it together and had a fantastic. He's had a pretty good postseason this year for sure. And so, when you look at those two matched up, this is probably the one matchup that you know what you're going to get. You're yeah. going to get two great solid 
exciting performances. Somebody's going to get blown up, though. Potentially. That's a game one. Somebody's going to get blown up. We'll see, I guess. Max Freed is one of my favorite Max pitchers of, uh, in, in the MLB right now. I absolutely love Max Freed. And uh, he's going to be up against Garcia in game two, probably. And that's that's going to be a fun one, too. If you get Luis Garcia of the second start, not sure. the first. Sure. The first start was not great. He's on four days rest. <laughs> right. That's going to so, be really interesting. Yeah. And then potentially Ian Anderson, who had a better second time outing, first time not so much in the DCS. And then Jose Yerkety, and he hasn't pitched in a little while. They're cracking him out of the cryo chambers. He's been off for a week and a half. <laughs> He's He didn't look all that great. Well, I wonder if they're going to use him in game three there. I, I mean, maybe if they've, if they've won the first two games. I still think they should strong. put Christian Javier out there in the starting spot. But they just won't do it. They'd like to have him to pitch two days in a row for four innings. Grinky can't be bad twice in a row in the playoffs, I don't think. So I would imagine that he's going to maybe have a – they won that game. But he he was – I think he only pitched like two and two-thirds innings or something in, the, in his last outing. And and I, I think that the big question is, okay, we know that a couple of these starting pitchers are going to go deep. A lot of these starting pitchers are probably going to get rocked early and yanked. So what are we talking about in terms of relief here? I mean, I do think that to close a game, I kind of like the Braves the, the best here because they've got a one-two punch with uh, Marzik and, uh, and Will Smith that is looking pretty impressive right now. But how do you even get yourself to, to that point in a game when you've got Luke Jackson sitting over there? Yeah, it's For not some reason, Luke you keep Jackson. putting him in there. <laughs> it's not well, Luke, Jack- Luke Jackson might be the weakest link in both of the bullpen. Jesse Chavez looks good as well. And up until this kind of recent collapse from Luke Jackson, mm-hmm. that that Solid right back hand. end Solid of right the bullpen, those four or five guys, Matzik, mm-hmm. Jackson, Will Smith, Chavez, Will yeah. Smith, like they 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 were not giving up anything. And no. then you kind of saw them start to crack a little bit. Now, particularly granted, Jackson. <laughs> particularly Jackson. Now, granted, when you get into a series of five, six, seven games and you see these pitchers on a regular basis mm-hmm. every day because you're not getting starters to go deep into games any longer, you're going to see someone eventually falter. And I think that's where the Astros kind of took advantage of the Red Sox is they just started to hit those relievers Pretty heavily yeah. and pretty often. Cora was trying to make some some pretty bold moves that were that would surprise some batters, and it just didn't work out. And that's just the way that baseball goes. So okay, so in terms of the of the the, the pitching staffs, then what do you think? Who are we who are we giving it to? Well, from a starting pitching perspective, I'm absolutely going to go with the Braves from a standpoint of just experience, and not necessarily postseason experience, but just overall in-game, consistent experience, and they do have Charlie Morton, which I expect to have a great first game against his former team. Yeah, I would be surprised if he comes out cold or or anything. Relief pitching, I give the slight edge to the Braves. I do like the Houston Astros and what they have. They they went out and had that controversial pickup with Kendall Graveman. The players in Toronto were less than thrilled. About him leaving. Well, I mean, I just think that for Graveman, though, it's just it's just that Graveman Graveman was doing solid work with the Mariners. I mean, the Mariners weren't winning any games, but they, they brought him in, and it was the right it was the right call. I think he's got a lot of nerve. 
uh, in late game situations because uh, he definitely had a lot of pressure on him trying to uh, get some some saves in in Seattle. But it's it, I think that they they do have some pretty good talent there. But I would still agree with you starting pitching and uh, and relieving closing. I'd I'd give the Braves a, just a slight edge across the board, which is kind of weird because. They were so inconsistent during the regular season, and that's that's kind of. I mean, maybe it was just taking them some time to get and, into a rhythm, and, and now they're in that rhythm, and that's all that matters. But it, they they were not. Their batting and their pitching were off the entire regular season. They'd have a game where they hence the lowest percentage, right? So it's they were just not in sync, and they were not in step together. And for whatever reason, right now coming into the World Series, they're in step. Now, are they going to have the 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 energy and the drive to, after having come this far, take another step. I don't know. I mean, they just beat the Dodgers. So, if you just beat the Dodgers in to to win the pennant, how how excited are you about the World Series? I mean, I, you'd hope that you'd be incredibly excited because so you finally made it past the Dodgers. But well, it's a battle of the. Will they be? It's the battle of the Braves that are trying to avoid being like the Braves of the old. They right. haven't been back since 1999. It's their first time in the World Series, and we know how that Braves team of the late 90s, early 2000s, failed to be a dynasty team because they only won one. Because we talked about it. Because we talked about also, it. Also, it has been it was the last time the, world, the, the Braves were in the World Series was in 1999. They're so. facing the Houston Astros, who have had some controversy circling them because of their recent 2017 sure. World Series win. In conjunction, they also went back two years later in 19, and yeah. here they are again in 2021. A lot of people are going to want the the Braves to win this series. I mean, I don't. I I think it's going to be. You know, it's going to that's going to put a lot of pressure on them. That that I don't know if they're prepared to really shoulder, but we'll, we're about to find out. So. What are you calling? Oof. Okay, so it's a it's a two three two in Houston, right? Where Houston has Houston's home field. Home. They they won the most in. in World Series. Go yeah. solve to, to book in there. of total wins. Okay, so most the wins. two three two hosted with a middle three in Atlanta, and it's gonna be wild in Atlanta. Okay, I I feel like they're going to split the first two games in, in Houston. Then they're going to. I think the Astros are going to beat them two out of three in Atlanta, so that would put them at three and two. And then I think that the Astros are going to win a four three, seven game series. So. My brain tells me <laughs> that I should be choosing the Astros, but you know what? I'm chopping Whoa. on. I'm chopping on, and I am 100% behind the Atlanta Braves, and I'm even going to go ahead and say six. They're going to pull it off in six. Now, I'm, I'm not even going to be upset six. if I get this wrong because, again, my brain tells me the Astros should win but I mean, you I'm did, going you did have six. a pretty good prediction for the the championship. I just missed. 
I just mean, I had the Braves in five and the Astros in six, and I, I just missed both. So technically, he is kind of on a roll right now, if you could give him that much credit. I don't know if you can, but I mean, you could technically say he's been pretty close in the last three, the last two series, so why not in this one? I mean, who knows? We'll see. We're about to find out. Though. So We start tonight on Tuesday uh, in Houston at, do you know what time the game starts? Like an, it's going to be eight oh eight, seven or, or eight, like seven fifty or something. Yeah, weird. they, they, they do, do the weird times. They always do weird times for some reason. But it will be starting tonight, Tuesday, eight oh nine, eight oh nine, eight oh nine. Your boy was a minute off. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy this series, see how our our predictions hashed out, and come back with a, a summary of the this season and maybe some predictions for the off season after the World Series is done. Maybe we'll pop in on some videos throughout the series, but no promises on that, so don't hold us to it. And we're also going to be coming out with a an episode about the Newcastle takeover over in the the, the Premier League. Saudi Arabia is very concerned with changing its international uh, appeal <laughs> as a country who doesn't let women drive cars by purchasing famous teams that play soccer throughout Europe. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're not going to get political about it. <laughs> We'll try not, at least. We're going to try not to. We're going to give you the truth without getting political. Okay, so, anything else on the baseball topic today? No, I'm excited to see how this pans out. Make sure that you follow us on Ladoru Facebook page. Yep. Our Dropping the Ball group group page. Uh, Our Twitter. 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 Twitch. What is Twitter? Twitter. Our Twitter at Dropping the Ball. Dropping underscore the ball. No G. What's... What is and you can email us at droppingtheballpod at gmail.com. And most importantly, make sure you subscribe, you share us, and five star ratings only. Hashtag dropping these balls. <laughs> Later, y'all. Take care, y'all.